millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. This is a special episode of Popcorn Podcast with Lee and Tim as we break down the 2020 Oscar nominations. Let's get into it. We are so pumped for this, Tim. This so is the real pumped. Christmas, Lee. This is Christmas <laughs> 2.0 for me. Yeah. We love film and movies, obviously. Otherwise, we wouldn't be doing the podcast. <laughs> yeah, it's a big bit odd if we hated it. Yes. And honestly, we had to sit on our hands not to do a special for every single award ceremony, but yeah. we just don't have the time. So we're going to talk about the main nominations from the Oscars. Yes. So they've been out about oh, a week or something mm-hmm. from recording this. And the ceremony is uh, Australian time, Monday, February 10th. Yeah. Just a little anecdote. I used to take the day off work so I could be at home and watch mm-hmm. the Oscars live. I used to have a party as well sometimes. You used to have people over. I love that. I mm. used to have to watch it sometimes for work, which oh, was really exciting. That's amazing. Yeah. So I've done a live blog yeah. or two of these. I've tried to once before not be able to take the day off work, but literally not engage with anyone, any television, any screen, mm. and my phone, nothing. And it's really, really stressful <laughs> because then I want to go home and watch it when it's aired on yeah. TV, so there's no spoilers. But now, in this day and age, like you just cannot avoid mm-hmm. that, and it's not really a way to live. Um, <laughs> Can't live like this. My blood pressure high. So I just kind of surrender, but then I make sure I still watch the ceremony. Yeah. Now, we're only going to do some key uh, categories, so I'm going to do all the yeah. categories for the awards. You know, the Oscars is a very political thing, mm-hmm. and there's a lot of opinions and, you know, oh, it's their time, it's to win or blah, blah, blah. There's all different ways of looking at it. So we're going to give our opinions on what we think should win Mm -hmm. and then what will win. Mm -hmm. And hopefully we'll see how accurate we are. Let's get into the noms. Yeah. So first up is Best Picture, the big one. Yeah. Lots of nominations for this one. Ten. So we've got Ford versus Ferrari, The Irishman, Jojo Rabbit, Joker, Little Women, 
Marriage Story on Netflix, mm-hmm. 1917, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and Parasite, which is yes. a big deal having that in there because Huge. if it wins, it's the first foreign film to win a Best Picture Oscar ever. For real? Yep. That is brilliant. And that is astonishing that that is a statistic. Mm-hmm. I would love if Jojo Rabbit or Parasite one mm-hmm. parasite for the significance of it yeah. jojo rabbit because it was just a bloody delightful film i mean significance aside parasite was the best film of 2019 yeah you've said that so hands down it deserves to win mm-hmm. that's what should win in my opinion it is just a brilliant multiple genre joy masterpiece like thriller comedy family drama like mm-hmm. it's there's you can't get better than parasite in cinema i reckon but based on what we've seen so far this mm. award season and the fact that Hollywood loves itself a little bit, yeah. I think Once Upon a Time in Hollywood is going to walk away with the Oscar. So you think that's what will win? I think mm. so. I've picked 1917. Really? I don't really know why. I guess I just think that you know it's a war film mm. and it's got a lot of buzz and critical acclaim for the mm. way that they've filmed it to look like one shot. Apparently it's quite moving, mm. you know, all those sorts of things. So well, it deserves the nomination for sure, mm. uh, but I don't think it hits all the right boxes. Mm-hmm. I mean, the writing was a bit subpar. Cinematography was fantastic, yeah. definitely. It's a different level of film. Mm. Absolutely deserves to be in there, but I just I'm being a bit cynical and thinking it's Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. There are a few notable absences, though. Yeah, what would you call it? Um, Booksmart. I would have loved to have seen Booksmart in there, but Me that's too. probably a big ask. Mm. Rocket Man. Where was Rocket Man? Rocket Man is basically nowhere at these awards. It's just got an original song for Bernie Sanders and Elton John. Really disappointing. Yeah. Taron Edgerton was fantastic in it. Mm-hmm. And it's just a real shame because I have been very vocal about saying that Rocket Man is a better film than Bohemian Rhapsody. Mm. And Taron Edgerton actually sang. Yeah. And Rami didn't. So it's just a real... It's kind of like this film came out two years too late. Mm for it to get the acclaim that it should be it would at the have, awards. It would have been good also if The Farewell was in there. Yes, that's a very good point. Mm. I don't think that's picked up any nominations. No, which is disappointing. Yeah, that is very disappointing. And that kind of brings us to a topic of conversation around lack of diversity. So as we yep. go down here, you'll notice a lack of well, mm. no female directors uh, being nominated yep. and also the lack of cultural diversity. I am shocked and appalled that Parasite didn't pull any actor noms. Mm. Um, you know, Aquafina in The Farewell, like you could go on. It's just really disappointing and not right. Exactly. Moving into lead actor, mm-hmm. we've got Antonio Banderas for Pain and Glory, which yes. was a great performance. Brilliant. Leonardo DiCaprio in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I think he's deserving in there as well. Adam Driver for Marriage Story. Mm-hmm. Again, that Netflix film's getting a lot of attention. Joaquin Phoenix as the Joker, who's just winning awards everywhere. Mm -hmm. And Jonathan Price in The Two Popes, which has kind of flown under the radar a little bit. Yeah, I saw it. I've watched The Two Popes. And yeah, it's quite good. It's very just talking heads, though. There's Mm. a lot of just conversations between The Two Popes and whatnot. But I think I can't for the life of me recall the actor's name. But Jonathan Price plays the now Pope Francis. And you kind of follow his story when he was a young man. And I think that actor, it's wrong that he's not represented in the supporting actor category, unfortunately. But Jonathan Price was really great. Who do you think is going to win? I think Joaquin Phoenix will win for Joker. Mm -hmm. 
but I think that Antonio Banderas' performance in Pain and Glory was just so heartbreaking and moving mm. and fantastic that if his name gets called out, I'm going to cheer because mm. he very, very much deserves the, the accolade. What about you? I'm going to agree with you there. Yeah. And I also wouldn't mind if Leonardo DiCaprio won because I yeah. think he did give one of the best performances and subtle and nuanced of mm. his career. Also, Adam Driver in Marriage Story is just a revelation. That really? film, those performances, just brilliant. So to be honest, other than Jonathan Price, I would be happy with the other four to walk away mm. with this nod. And another couple of uh, notable absences as well. We talked about Taron Egerton yes. as Elton John. That's a real shame that he's real not shame. in there because he has picked up a couple of awards for that. He's Golden nominated. Globe. He got a Golden he, Globe. Yeah, he won, which is just crazy that he's not here. Uh, and he's nominated for a BAFTA as well. And also Adam Sandler in Uncut Gems. A lot of mm. people have been talking about this mm. being a career-defining performance for him and yeah. how amazing he is. But I think this might be a timing issue. It doesn't come out in Australia until the end of January. I'm not mm -hmm. sure when it came out in America, but that might be a consideration as Maybe to not why it wasn't. Maybe people saw it. Yeah. Mm. But he won the Critics' Choice Award. Yeah. So... Look, it would have been very confusing seeing Adam Sandler's name mm. on the Oscar ballot paper. But I would like that for him. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I want that journey for him. Yeah. <laughs> Moving into lead actress, mm -hmm. we had Cynthia Erivo for Harriet, Scarlett Johansson for Marriage Story, Saoirse Ronan for Little Women, Charlize Theron for Bombshell, and Renee Zellweger for Judy. Mm -hmm. All really great performances, I have to say. I'm surprised at Charlize Theron's inclusion, Yeah. to be honest, right. because I would say that Nicole Kidman's character was the more central character in that film maybe right. well they're kind of equal weighting i guess mm -hmm. and shelly Theron did a great job as megan kelly she was completely in that character but i don't know no i'm surprised at her inclusion there do you think that maybe aquafina could have taken that slot? yeah for yeah. sure mm. absolutely so she's probably unlikely to win then i guess i think renee zellweger has got it in the bag to be honest i agree and she was phenomenal phenomenal yeah so that will be brilliant to see her win but i would love to see scarlett johansson win for marriage story really because i've got to see this damn you uh, you absolutely <laughs> have to let i talk about it all the time and every time i do you tell me you haven't seen it so you just <laughs> buddy watch it it's one of the few i haven't seen yeah it's it's excellent but buckle up like it's a ride it's very emotional okay moving into supporting actor we've mm -hmm. got tom hanks for a beautiful day in the neighborhood which we just saw anthony hopkins for the two popes al pacino for The Irishman, Joe Pesci for The Irishman, mm. and Brad Pitt for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Now, I've said to you before that I'm really confused as to why Brad Pitt is being nominated all the time. Not, yeah, you shocked me. Not to detract from his performance. Seven. He wasn't bad. Do not get me wrong. He was a solid cog in the wheel of this movie. Absolutely. That is so, like, <laughs> mean. It's how is A solid mean? cog in the movie? <laughs> Like, I'm he, glad he was there. Yeah, he... He was bloody amazing. But what and journey he will did, win. But what journey did his character go on? He sat there broody in a corner for most of the film and was following Leonardo DiCaprio around for and most of the film. he'll be Academy Award winning brooder. <laughs> no, but seriously. Did he do... Did his character go on any kind of developmental journey besides... No, Leo had that character arc journey. Yeah. But yeah, Brad didn't. But he was just so consistent okay. in this film and he was just okay, funny. But do you win awards for consistency? 
come on. Fair call. <laughs> call me out in the way I'm trying to... Uh, don't get me wrong. I don't think he was bad. Mm. And I, I think, you know, he gave a solid performance, definitely. I just don't think it's an award-winning worthy I guess you're allowed to feel someone is being nominated and you're like, how and why? Mm. Like, that does happen every now and then. I'm just surprised you feel that way about brad in in once upon a time in hollywood but i love brad and i love the movie and i love him in this movie like i said don't get me wrong i can't believe i just said good for you (laughs) so (laughs) condescending (laughs) meow moving on yeah moving on oh well um no sorry who do you think's gonna win do you think brad then (laughs) after all of that i want tom hanks to win i think he may get through there but brad pitt's got equal equal chance you think tom hanks should win yep Interesting. Yeah, I, I, I think it's just Brad Pitt all the way. Yeah. I, I'm a bit annoyed that Anthony Hopkins is in there. Look, he was good in The Two Popes, but there were many other brilliant supporting performances in so many other films okay. that he shouldn't be in there. He's just like an Oscar darling. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Well, that's what I feel about Brad Pitt. Oh, how about we just, just won't not... be going on to the next category? <laughs> supporting actress. Here we go. Uh, yeah, this is a great category. Kathy Bates in Richard Jewell, Laura Dern in Marriage Story, Scarlett Johansson again for Jojo Rabbit. Yes, she's been nominated twice. Florence Pugh for Little Women and Margot Robbie for Bombshell. Now, speaking of Scarlett Johansson and the lack of diversity, the fact that she's nominated twice mm-hmm. and the fact that she's nominated for this film, which I don't think is all that deserving in Jojo Rabbit. Right. Um, of her two performances last year, that were both fantastic. Marriage Story is definitely her standout, mm. and she's very deservedly mm. nominated for lead actress. And I really thoroughly enjoyed her in Jojo Rabbit. Mm. Um, and I'm not surprised she's nominated, but I agree. For the sake of diversity. For the sake of diversity, it's like, come on. Yeah. It's, you know, she was good, but there were others who were better. Mm-hmm. One mm. notable absence being Jennifer Lopez from Hustlers. Yes. Oh, I literally. Everyone was so sure. So angry. Everyone was so sure she was going to win all the awards for that. Because she's fucking amazing in she Hustlers. Was, she was very good. That movie is surprisingly better than I thought it was going to be. Mm-hmm. And she was just brilliant. And I'm so upset for her and angry that she's missing from this list of great actresses. I think Laura Dern will walk away with the trophy. I was going to say that, but based on what we've seen so far, Laura Dern does seem to be the front runner. I would love Florence Pugh to get it for Little Women. Yeah. She was fantastic in yeah. Little Women. But also having just seen Bombshell, Margot Robbie deserves it. I right. want Margot Robbie to win. So there's three of the five that you'd be happy to walk away. Oh, well, I haven't seen Marriage Story, so I, I don't know how good <laughs> Laura Dern was in comparison to all these people, but Margot Robbie's performance mm-hmm. in Bombshell was devastating. Yeah. She deserves it. Laura Dern was brilliant yeah in marriage okay. story. yeah she's a force can i just say mm. kathy bates nominated for richard jewell i recently watched misery mm. where she walked away with lead actress back in the what, mm. early 90s or something mm. heck yeah. she's so good yeah and so so terrifying <laughs> anyway moving on to the best director category which is worth noting that it's all men Yes. Uh, we've got Martin Scorsese for The Irishman, Todd Phillips for Joker, Sam Mendes for 1917, Quentin Tarantino for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and Bong Joon-ho for Parasite. Mm. When you have a film like Little Women, who's mm. nominated for Best Picture, Screenplay, which we'll get mm. into, and two of your actors are nominated, 
doesn't that take an amazing director to get yes, you there? That is exactly what I was going to say. It's mm. very unusual for a movie to get those nominations, especially Big Best Picture. How do you get a Best Picture or a movie that's worth Best Picture without a good director? Yeah. yeah. That's like basically saying that the actors, the production crew, they all went off by themselves and made a great movie. <laughs> Which would never work. No. So um, she deserves to be in there. Greta yeah, Gerwig deserves to be in she there. She does. She does. Who would you take out to put her in? Ooh, that's a tough one. I'd probably take out Martin Scorsese. Really? Mm-hmm. But see, he's got the prestige. He does have the prestige. Because he's Marty Scorsese. Yeah. Um, I would maybe take out Todd Phillips. Mm. I think he made a brilliant film, though. I think he needs to be in there. He did something opinion, original. Yeah. But if you were, yeah, if you had to force me to take someone mm. out, it would be Todd Phillips or perhaps Sam Mendes. But again, I really like that Sam Mendes did something very different yeah. in a war film. Yeah. I really I... would have liked to have squeezed Olivia Wilde in there. As we said for Booksmart. I agree. I, I mean, e- even a screenplay nomination. Yeah. Did she write the screenplay? No. Okay. But even But they still, deserved it as well. Yeah, absolutely. I need to see Bong Joon-ho yep. accept this award. Yeah. He is just a brilliant filmmaker. And this, yeah, I just can't rave about Parasite anymore. I, I agree. I think based on, you know what we've seen so far i think he's a front runner for it mm. but i also think there's a danger of hollywood being a little bit insular and uh, giving it to quentin tarantino yeah i've got that as well mm. i think he'll walk away with it which is fine because i really like that movie but yeah animated feature now mm. i've got how to train your dragon the hidden world there wasn't a lot of animated features this last year mm. i lost my body which i had never heard of no, neither. laos no idea either. Missing Link and Toy Story 4. Yeah. It's really worth noting that there's no Frozen 2. Yeah. Surprising. Surprising. I really liked Frozen 2. Hmm. But I mean, you can't fit them all in, I suppose. But that's, uh, a, that's a big hitter. Yeah, it is a big hitter. To not have it in there. It's the most successful animated film of all time. Mm. You know why, though? Because Disney aren't counting the Lion King remake as a fucking animated film, which it fucking is. (laughs) And that made more money. I mean, give me a break. Who do you think is going to walk away with the Oscar? Deep breaths. Um, I think How to Train Your Dragon, The Hidden World. I think Missing Link. Hmm. Yes, uh, that does look very good. Mm. I like those guys. Moving on to adapted screenplay. Mm -hmm. We've got The Irishman. By Steve Zalian, Jojo Rabbit by Taika Waititi, Joker, Todd Phillips and Scott Silver, Little Women, Greta Gerwig, and The Two Popes by Anthony McCartan. Who do you think is going to walk away with this one? I think Greta Gerwig will walk away with this Academy Award. Really? One, because she deserves it, but two, I think they kind of owe it to her because the backlash around yeah. her not being nominated for Best Director is, is pretty mm. pointed. But I... I would also cheer if Taika Waititi took away the the Oscar for Jojo Rabbit. I really want Taika Waititi to take Mm -hmm. it as well. Mm -hmm. I think he should. I think he deserves it. I also wouldn't mind if Little Women won, Mm. although... It's not the award she should win. No. Do you know what I mean? Like, she should have been nominated for director. Well, And I don't think... And this is a controversial opinion. Mm. You know, being female and a movie lover and, you know, the fact that I do love this story, I... We talked about it in the mm. review, but I didn't love Greta Gerwig's iteration of Little Women. Sure. Just to circle back, was mm. that mainly around the way that they told the story by flashbacks? Yeah, was it, it, was, it was the choices in the adaptation, which 
you know, mm-hmm. comes from the director and the writer, sure. both Greta Gerwig. Yeah. So I'm, yeah. Okay, fair. Mm. Now, original screenplay. This, I am livid that it's in here. Mm-hmm. Um, Knives Out, written by Ryan Johnson, because I thought it was one of the most overrated films of recent <gasps> no, times. No, but I loved it. Um, the script was just so self-indulgent and no. convoluted. I thought, oh, give me a break. But it was a tongue-in-cheek look at that genre. It was supposed to be a little bit cheeky. Yeah, I guess... I just don't think it needs to be nominated. Mm. We have Marriage Story, written by Noah Baumbach. 1917, screenplay by Sam Mendes and Christy Wilson Cairns. Mm-hmm. Uh, Quinn and Tarantino, screenplay for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. And Parasite, written by Bong Joon Ho and Jin Won Han. I think that Parasite is one of the most original films of recent times. Mm. And the script, when you sit, just like how great the dialogue is and how the story is told and it's pieced together, is just mm. master writing. I found this category so hard to pick from. I mm. think they're all really exciting inclusions, with the exception that you don't like Knives Out. But mm. I think it's great. I think it's deserving to be in there. I couldn't pick one from this. Wow. I really couldn't pick one. But how interesting would it be if Noah won for Marriage Story and Greta won Adapted Screenplay for Little Women because they're actually dating? Are they? How, how cute would that be? Um, yeah, they could just put their little gold man Next to mantle. each other. Yeah. yeah. Both for writing for different categories. Yeah. Look, I, his screenplay is sensational as well for Marriage mm. Story. But I reckon, like, because Quinton's in the category, I think he's just going to take yeah. another one home. Uh, but Parasite should win, in my opinion. For cinematography, now I think this one is just... Yeah, there's no question. There's no question. We've got The Irishman, Rodrigo Prieto, Joker, Lawrence Scher, The Lighthouse, I don't know how to say this, Jaron Blaschke, 1917, Roger Deakins, mm-hmm. and Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Robert Richardson. All these films were shot... So well. So well. Mm-hmm. And it's... So much craft and experience in this category, but yeah, I think we're both on the same page that Roger Deakins will win for 1917. Yes, he's but, got it in the bag. I mean, the Joker had some brilliant cinematography. Mm. I was utterly convinced by Once Upon a Time and how they shot that film. Mm. And, you know, The Lighthouse is probably, other than 1917, the most interesting, like aesthetically mm. uh, looking film in the category. And then... Yeah, I mean, the, Ar- the Irishman was, yeah, really well shot too, but um, I think 1917 will take that home. Best international feature film. Now, it's exciting to note that Parasite is in this category as well, mm. and how mm. good would it be if it took both? Yeah, that is very, very possible. So the other films in there are Corpus Christi, Honeyland, Les Miserables, which I didn't even know that was made again, no. and Pain and Glory. Which I wouldn't mind Pain and Glory winning either. Yeah, I think Parasite needs to win this, but Pain and Glory is a really wonderful film that would be equally deserving. And what's sad is that The Farewell isn't in there either. Oh, shit. It definitely should have been in that category at least, if not Best Picture. That film got, you know, pummeled, didn't it? Mm, unfortunately. And the Oscars. We're almost there, listeners. <laughs> We've got three more categories to go. I was about to say, original score, all of these names are unpronounceable, and I don't know whether we should try and pronounce Other than, them. Uh, yeah, what the hell? <laughs> yeah, for Joker, that is... Are you sure that's not a typo? No, that's... <laughs> <laughs> wow. She um, has been winning, though, Hilda. Hilda Guanadotta, I think. I 
Don't know. With that. Yeah. She's been winning for Joker. Mm-hmm. Uh, so she's in with a good chance. Uh, Little Women has Alexander Dress Desplat. Desplat. Alexander Desplat. Again, he's an incredible composer. Mm-hmm. Marriage Story was Randy Newman. 1917 was Thomas Newman. <laughs> <laughs> Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker was John Williams. Now... Based on prestige alone, mm. nobody does a film score like John Williams. No one. No one does a theme better than him. Yeah. I've said this on our review of Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker, which you can check out if you haven't yet, that I think that it was his best work in the mm. Star Wars franchise. I think how he brought all the themes together over the nine films, mm. it really did evoke and carry carry the film. Everyone's got an opinion about things they weren't happy with and the pace and the story and all that stuff. But without his score, like it just, mm. there'd be nothing to it. I mean, that's a bit overzealous, but like it really does lift yeah. the film. And I think that if John Williams walks away with this Oscar, I'll be stoked. Mm. Do you agree? <laughs> do you Absolutely. Want, do you think he'll win? Absolutely. Right. I think Hilda is in for a good chance with Joker, though, yeah, based on based on what so we've seen. Good. Yeah, really um, good. And Little Women as well is beautiful. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. original song, best original song. We've got "I Can't Let You Throw Yourself Away" from Toy Story Four. "I'm Gonna Love Me Again" from Rocket Man. "I'm Standing with You" from Breakthrough. "Into the Unknown" from Frozen Two. Mm-hmm. And "Stand Up" from Harriet. I'm gonna call it that. Bernie Sanders and Elton John yep. will win for uh, Rocket Man, the song I'm Gonna Love Me Again. Very deservedly mm. so. Into the Unknown could also win based on the prestige. Yeah, I mean, it's no Let It Go. No. But again, I loved the music from Frozen 2. You don't necessarily come out humming it or whatever, but all the in, all the original songs mm. um, really carry the story. Yeah. Obviously, it's a musical, but they're all really great, and I'm glad that this has been nominated there were a couple of notable omissions from this category, though, too, I think. Uh, Spirit by Beyonce from The Lion King. Yeah. That no. had been nominated previously, so I thought it was going to get another nomination. I'm glad it didn't. And Beautiful Ghosts from Cats. Because that movie was ripped apart... I don't think you... On a, on a film like Cats... Although the weird thing was, we quite liked it. Anyway, you can't let a film like that be able to say... Academy Award nominated film Cats. You think that's why? Because like it just... (laughs) Don't nominate it for anything. It would just send... Like the world would stop spinning. Like I just think people would lose (laughs) it if that got to have that association. But it was a gorgeous song. Yeah, having said that, I completely agree with you. I think the song is beautiful and it actually added a really important layer to the story of Grisabella and... I think it should be in there. Taylor Swift and Andrew Lloyd Webber wrote it together, which is pretty cool. Yeah. But it could never... The Cats could never be nominated for an Oscar. Like, it just couldn't. (laughs) Don't let it happen. And the last category Mm. that we're going to talk about is the visual effects. Yes. I really wanted to talk about this one because at the very top of the list is Avengers Endgame. Yeah. The Irishman, 1917, The Lion King, and Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker. Out of those, which one do you think went that extra mile? I think Avengers Endgame. Absolutely. Yeah. I agree with you there. Mm. It, it kind of has to win because of the sheer scale and technical like challenges that that film faced. It's the only Oscar 
nomination, isn't it, for Avengers Endgame? I think so, yeah. Yeah, so it's not anywhere else, which is really strange, like costume, mm. set design or whatever, which I think is really upsetting. I wouldn't mind if Star Wars, The Rise of Skywalker one as well, because they had to get very creative in terms of not having Carrie Fisher in the film mm. and just taking it to that next level to end the franchise. Yeah. They had some really great special effects in there as well. And also... Top notch. Also The Lion King for how badly it was received. You can't deny that the producers and the filmmakers tried to do something really different and go to a really different place and pull off a real technical achievement. Mm. I just think that it won't win. And look, it, it should be nominated, I think. But it won't win because, although the visual effects were... Impressive. Impressive, it lacked that emotion and character yeah. connection. And I think that's really important in visual effects. Mm-hmm. And you, The Lion King is a poster child of failing that really key element of storytelling. Yeah. And so if that wins, I will literally like, <laughs> I did that. Ha- throw something I did me. have that as a, um, second choice to sure. win because I think that it did something different enough and innovative enough yeah. to, as you said, get nominated, mm. but they didn't quite pull it off. Unfortunately. Mm. Well, I think that that's all the categories we're going to cover off in our episode special. We could be here all day if we did them we all. Could, I'd happily talk about this all day. <laughs> You know, the Oscars really incites people's personal opinions on Mm. who's missing, who's nominated and why, who you think should win. So we would love to um, hear from you in the comments. Yes, please do tell us what you think and who you think should win and disagree with us or agree with us. Absolutely. Yeah, we'd love to open a dialogue with you guys on Mm. it. And the Oscars are Feb 10th, Monday, Aussie time. We'll talk to you then yeah we'll do a yeah wrap up i suppose who's one thanks guys thanks for listening hold up what was that boring no flavor that was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 
luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.